Something exciting is happening as a result of the podcast. Soul Parent Book is coming to life on December 9, 2022. This is a collection of the most inspiring and powerful stories from wonderful guests over the last 33 months in my podcast, Single Parent Success Stories. Stories of accomplishments, challenges, and breakthroughs of single parents as well as experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. When I started my podcast, my goal was to create a guide for single parents by sharing inspiring stories that remind us there is light in the end of the tunnel. Nothing is lost. It's an opportunity for a rebirth and reinventing of yourself. It's an opportunity to look at life and become conscious of where you are headed and an invitation to create a life by design. If you like to support this lunch, join my support Facebook group, Soul Parent Book Project Irina's Lunch Support Group. There is a link located in episode notes. All proceeds from sale are going to the charities. When you join the Facebook group, there's going to be a virtual lunch party as well as raffles and prizes given out for participation. So join us and help support this lunch. Welcome to episode 95. Today's guest is Jen Tabellier joining us from Vancouver Island, Canada. She's a single mom of two, and today we are talking about reclaiming your life after a toxic relationship. Jen has been in one for over 10 years, and she really knows what it's like to feel alone, overwhelmed, and living in survival mode with her two children. She is an intuitive life coach and AFT practitioner. Her advice for single parents, it is hard doing it on your own. Find support, friends, family, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Do your inner work and release your old beliefs so you can start creating the life you truly desire. Thank you for reviewing, downloading, and subscribing to our podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now be the messenger of hope and share this episode with one of your friends. Enjoy this conversation with Jen. If you'd like to suggest a future topic for the podcast, please fill out feedback form located in episode notes. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower broken-hearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello and welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today's guest comes to us from Alberta, Canada. Her name is Jennifer Dabelair. And after being married to a narcissist for over 10 years, Jen really knows what it's like to feel alone, overwhelmed, and living in survival mode with her two children. She is an intuitive life coach and AFT practitioner. She teaches through release, our, releasing our old beliefs. We create space for new perceptions, raising our vibrations, and manifesting what we truly want in this lifetime. Welcome, Jennifer. It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you. And thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. And I'm so grateful to be able to join the project um, for soul parenting and, and get my story out there. Um, and I am based on Vancouver Island, just, <laughs> just to be not in Alberta, but um, 
anyways, for me, uh, I, I ended up getting divorced about five years ago and, uh, it was by far the most challenging time of my life. I didn't think I was going to make it through kind of my rock bottom and, you know, everything happened at once where my father passed away and my husband decided that we were going to go our separate ways at the time. And I just felt my life crumbling. And I thought, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? I had two young children. Um, and at that point, I wasn't really sure how I was going to get myself back up. But when you have two children and they're young, you look at them and you think, well, I can't just throw in the towel now. I've got these two beautiful, amazing humans that I've created. So somehow or other you pick yourself back up and you find your strength, your inner strength somewhere in there to keep going and to keep moving on. Um, my biggest challenge to going through getting back up wasn't necessarily to pull myself back up for my kids, but it was that my ex kept coming back in and out of our lives. And when he come back in, I felt like I'd just get beaten down again. And, and so every time I would get up, I feel like I got that kick again and then it would throw me down again. And then I kind of go up and down and up and down. And I went in a cycle like that for, for quite a while, um, up and down for at least two years. And uh, I just couldn't do it anymore. So I started looking for other, other help. You know, I, I looked for, you know, therapists, I started looking at other healing modalities, I looked at, um, you know, I used psychics, I used mediums, I did tarot card readings, I did it all. <laughs> so, uh, but, and, and I wouldn't necessarily say one particular thing helped over the other in that incident. But what helped me was just starting to really tune into my inner to it in my intuition, because I realized throughout my marriage, I wasn't listening to that. And I wasn't listening to my intuition. And I was, I was living in a big fog the whole time I was married for 10 years. And, um, and I was coming out of this fog, and it felt kind of cool. In some ways, I was like, Oh, the fog is lifting. And this is, this is neat. And I'm finding out, oh, well, yeah, I did like to do that. And now I, I like to do that too. And, oh, wait a minute, I can draw. I didn't know that, you know, and I'm not an artist at all, but, <laughs> but, you know, just even doodling or anything, like I wasn't doing anything for myself, nothing. So uh, this was a really time for me to, to step into my power and reclaim my life and find out who I am and who I want to be and what kind of a role model do I want to be for my children as I continue to raise them. And um, yeah, for me, it was, it was a big challenge because I was on my own with the kids for, you know, since they were babies, I never really got any help. I never got any support other than a little bit of support from my own parents, uh, but otherwise no support really from their dad, especially when they were young, that he wanted nothing to do with them. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was big. It was, it was a lot for me to process and I had no time to put into my own interests or my own life because they're 24 seven. I, I didn't have a babysitter. I didn't have the financial 
support to say, hey, I'm going to go hire somebody for a weekend so I can go have a girls weekend. I didn't have that luxury. <laughs> so so wherever I went, they pretty much went. <laughs> so, so yeah, it got it got a it got a little much at times. But, you know, I kept plugging through and I kept believing in myself and I, and I could I could do this. And and each day I just tried to live in a state of more gratitude and really appreciating the fact that I do have these two amazing human beings in my life and and they do they brought me so much joy in such um times where I felt you know I was grieving and I was sad and they were still young enough that they still had that you know joy for life and happiness that has hadn't affected them yet because they were still young enough to really still live in the moment as children <laughs> so Yes. Wow. You had an amazing life and uh, you look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Knowing what you know now, what kind of advice would you give to that person who just became a single parent when you just became a single parent? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, when I became a single parent, I felt alone because I lived and I think it was partly my choice. I mean, I definitely had people that I could have reached out to that I chose not to. And I think a lot of it was, I felt ashamed because of the programming that we have as children. You know, my parents were married for 40 years. You know, I should have been married for 40 years, right? Like, who can't make a 40-year marriage work, right? <laughs> so... so I felt like I should have put more effort into this marriage. Why didn't I make it work? What's wrong with me? So, and then the community that I was living in at the time, it felt like to me, my perception, of course, everyone was in their little perfect family bubbles and they all had their fam jams going on. And, and, and all of a sudden I'm like, they looked at me and then stopped inviting me to things. And, you know, you kind of felt like this recluse and an outsider and I chose to kind of accept that fate for a long time. Um, and then I kind of isolated myself a bit other than um, taking the kids out to their activities. But I, my advice for people would be a newly single parent was don't fall into that trap. Don't let people decide who you are going to be. Uh, you know, it's up to you you're you are your men the mentor for your children so don't let people decide that you can't go to this activity because you don't have a spouse or you know it's it's like I mean you don't have to go to it or make your own fun invite your own make your new community invite try to connect with other people that are vibrating on the same level as you so you can be around the people that you want to be around that bring you joy that are, and are not um you know kind of condemning you for your choices <laughs> I so. can re relate to the fact that you know when I became a single parent I was also looked like I was th this weird one because everybody around me was together mm -hmm. and just on the outside they looked happy uh, complete family and there I was this <laughs> figuring out what is this new normal is going to look like and yeah so it was it was difficult and i can relate to what you were saying and 
sometimes yeah. we, uh, growing up we rely more on others figures of authority in the life and we try to listen to that and make that the voice of reason instead of listening to our own inner wisdom that mm-hmm. is always there in the background but sometimes it's difficult to hear because the first thing we do here is our ego screaming when something is yes. against us as opposed to that little inner voice that is always in the background always ready to be heard Isn't that's so true and the question is are we listening yes uh it's so true um it's it's easy and it's easy to get brought back into our programming of what we kind of believe um you know and for me I, as a kid I loved I loved Disney movies I thought oh my prince is coming and, and like I really truly probably believed that when I was a kid of this is, oh when I grow up I'm gonna marry some prince and how do you marry these princes and where do you find them <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah it's um uh, it's a it's a reality that is not going to set us up for success anybody up for success (laughs) I think we need to let a lot of our programming go we don't like as I as I'm stepping into my empowerment each every day I realize how programmed I truly am and I'm really making it my mission to unprogram myself to reprogram myself with uh you know my who I really want to be authentically and and the way I do that, um, I, you know, I, I do have some different modalities that I've been playing around with throughout the years to, to work on <laughs> to help me step into that empowerment. Yeah. What is your favorite one? Um, well, I, I, do have a, I do have a few, but uh, the one that help, has helped me the most is the EFT, which is the Emotional Freedom Technique. Uh, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with it or if you want me to talk about it a little bit you can so, share go ahead yeah it's um it's it helps me and I and honestly sometimes I forget to do it I'll have a wave of anxiety and I think oh my god what am I going to do I need to calm down and what EFT does is we it allows us to tap into um our nervous system using the meridian points um so just it's more like acupressure points. So we do tapping on different points, like on the crown of our head and the side of our eyes. And it doesn't really seem like you're doing a whole lot, but what you're doing is you're relaxing your nervous system. It gives you something to do with your hands and you are releasing a lot of your emotions. Cause as we tap, we're talking about the emotions that, first of all, that we want to release. So the main thing about EFT is you need to release the old emotions to be able to replace them with the new emotions. And we all have emotions. Our emotions can flow through our body. Like you can tell me a sad story and I'll feel really sad. But if I don't have any trigger points or if it didn't resonate with me, I'll probably just go right through my body and within a few minutes and I'll think, Oh, I had a little wave of sadness because that was a sad story you told me and then I'll release it. But if something resonated with me, or if you said something to me, a personal attack, I might decide to hold it in my shoulder or something like that. And, and then that becomes stuck energy. And if I don't release it, 
it'll either come up in a trigger. I could have a conversation with somebody next week and it could come up. And the next thing you know, I've got this huge ache in my shoulder and I don't know why, or it could be, um, um, you know, it could be something that I could hold on for years and it could end up turning into some type of disease. I don't know. <laughs> so, so to release those old patterns and to release those emotions is so important. So when we do EFT, we tap on the points of the first round we do is releasing our old emotions. And we get a lot of emotions coming up. Like sometimes I cry, sometimes I have twitching. <laughs> like there's all these really interesting sensations that come up. But after you do even just one round of what we call venting, you feel absolutely amazing. Like you feel so much lighter and you feel like the air is lighter and you can breathe better. And it just feels so amazing. And then we can say, after you felt like you've um, released a lot of the old emotions, then we can start to begin to replace them with positive affirmations using like, you know, I am or your I am's like, I am strong, or I can do this. <laughs> you know, I am, a, I am a super mom, I am trying my best. <laughs> you know? uh, I am empowered. Uh, you can start replacing and you can start replacing those old emotions with the new emotions. And you'll really notice a huge change in your life just by tapping even if you don't do it every day, I mean, if you can do it every day, it's amazing. But even if you just do it every few days, it still makes a huge difference in your life. You are so right. And I have not experienced this with EFT, but the technique I was, uh, I went through was uh, called timeline therapy. And it's also about mm -hmm. releasing emotions and negative okay. triggers. And you're so right about how, in enlightening you feel after it's done it's like you, mm -hmm. you get to reimagine your life in a different light you don't have to associate with those negative things and we are energetic beings and you're so right when we speak to people when we get triggered sometimes we can harbor or hold on to that negative thing and then it lodges in our body and then yeah it will manifest in a disease if we're not, we're not taking okay. care of it it's so true. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's such a great tool for, for kids as well. And um, even with my kids, like they don't necessarily want to start tapping like this, um, especially around their friends because they, they're worried about what their friends think. So I, I could just tap, tell them to tap on their hands. You can use your thumb point and just tap on the side of your fingers. And even if you just talking about oh I need I'm mad I am mad because my friend did this to me or whatever um just sitting there they could be sitting at school they could be doing that and and just doing that will help calm them down and bring their anxiety level down so much that they'll feel in a state of calmness and peace by the end of it <laughs> I love that I think it's a, a great uh, tool for kids yeah, it is. They, they're not going to sit and tap, but I think this yeah. is very. Yeah, and they can also do it under the desk too, so nobody would even know they're doing it, right? If they're just yeah. doing it on the hands, but that's how my daughter does it. Like, or she'll sit in the car and she'll just do it on her 
hands and that way she doesn't have to deal with people thinking she's crazy because she's tapping on her head or something <laughs> what do you think is the most important trait to instill in a child um well there's so so many but <laughs> i mean really empowerment um so they can make their own choices and that you know a lot of parents want to have control over what their choices are for their children which yeah we do especially when they're younger but as they grow into their own person we really have to give them the tools so that they can trust in themselves that they're going to make choose the right path for them and make the good the proper choices that are going to be empowering for them and to grow into the person that they want to be so giving them tools like EFT, teaching them things like breathing, um, things that they don't teach in school right now, <laughs> meditation, um, just how to be how to be calm, not overreact, uh, and really just step back and look and observe what's going on with people around them instead of being in the moment and overreacting or getting into involved in drama. <laughs> so especially right now, cause uh, you know, both my kids are in the getting into the teenage years or my, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a new ball game in that, <laughs> in that way from, from the younger children. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So it's giving children the tools that they don't learn in school and empowering them mm. with, with those things. I think that's incredible. What is your personal superpower? Mm. If you had to well, pick one, what would you say? I'd say it's definitely my intuition. Um, I've always been deeply connected, especially when I was a kid. And then I felt like as I got older and got into society and that it kind of dampened but now now I feel like I'm into that space again in my life where it's really heightened and with with the way that our world is going and all the changes in the world I feel that I'm really feeling really connected and energetically connected to to the earth and to nature and um and to really reading other people's energy, uh, you know, I can go to a grocery store and I can literally scan, do a quick scan of a person and I can tell almost exactly what's going on with the person. And my daughter and I will be like, oh yeah, that person, oh, you can see the sadness in them. And, you know, you can really, sometimes I can really feel it. <laughs> so, but yeah, so being in tune with that is, is it really does feel like a superpower but everybody has it in them they just have to be able to tap into it yeah did you always were you always intuitive or or you discovered it later in your life no i i was definitely always intuitive i always had a really i felt that as a child uh and then i think as i grew older i just kind of pushed it back because i didn't want to listen to it it really came back to me when I had my daughter because I had a difficult pregnancy with her where uh, I had doctors bombarding me with telling me, you know, basically to end the pregnancy and 
it was a really hard time because I was totally thrown off. I didn't, was not expecting it. And all I had to do was just close my eyes, do some deep breathing and really ask myself, was this the right path for me to be taking? Do I need to listen to these doctors or who do I listen to? So I went with my intuition the entire pregnancy. And all I can say is thank God I listened to my intuition because I wouldn't have my daughter right now. So, And she's perfectly healthy. There's absolutely nothing wrong with her. She's absolutely perfect since she's 15 years old. So that's amazing. So, yeah. So. The doctors mis misinterpreted something i guess yeah well she was a twin um and so the with twins there's complications and her twin sister passed away at birth and so they were concerned that she was going to pass away as well but uh, i guess my intuition was telling me that it was still okay to continue the pregnancy and i was a i i was mentally prepared i mean i don't know how much you can prepare yourself but you know I was mentally prepared to know that I might lose both of them or I might come out with one uh, but I was willing to take the risks <laughs> and you know I ended up getting some support that were not medical doctors that was you know that's where the spirituality came in and that's where really when I started stepping into a more spiritual side, because I realized that it's not about the medical doctors, it's about the spiritual and calling in on, you know, these two souls came to me for a reason and they were there and one wanted to stay and one wanted to leave. And that was okay. Right. Cause we still, we still talk to her sister all the time too. So <laughs> She's not physically with us, but she's still with us spiritually. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what would you say? <laughs> A question is given. <laughs> the work that you do now with people, did, did it came about recently or were you always on that path? Um, I have not, I've been kind of all over the place a little bit with, as far as my, my work, um, you know, when I was, when I was going through the divorce, I needed to do something to make money. So I decided to go into real estate for a while and make some money that way. But that was never really my passion. I, it was it was, like, there's times I enjoyed the job, but what my passion was, especially after kind of hitting the rock bottom, I always felt like, you know, if I could even just help one person with my story, that to me, that would be huge. Like to me, that would make all the difference in my world. Because if I would have had a person like me, just tell me one thing, I would have been like, Oh, where did you come from? Thank you so much. You know? So if I could be that person, even for just one person, uh, it would to me, that's my purpose. I, I want there to be more support out there for not even just single parents, just for parents in general, like it's a hard job. And we all need to be there for each other, because it's supposed to be a village raising your child, not just you. And it's not even just supposed to be you and your spouse. It's supposed to be like, hey, let's all there's this baby here, and it needs love, like, let's all raise it. <laughs> you know? 
where did those days go? <laughs> so, um, you know, if we could just create a community. And so my goal right now is to create more of an online community. Right now I'm offering um, Empower You Life Coaching. So I will offer you ways to help you step into your empowerment and try to release a lot of anxiety and stay more in a state of calmness and peacefulness so you're not overreacting to everything and getting overwhelmed and irritated by you know the busyness of life and everyday life when you're running around driving kids and everything so how to stay calm how to have those tools in your toolbox and give them to your kids is going to be a huge game changer so uh, right now I'm, I'm offering one-on-one -on -one sessions I'm uh, developing a group sessions as well and building an online community so it's kind of a work in process right now for me because I'm just stepping into this uh, newer role for myself. <laughs> I've been doing coaching for a while, but um, to, to really get into uh, more of the group coaching and the online community is, is a, new, a new venture that I'm really excited about. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Is there anything exciting going on right now in your life? Um, well, we're we've 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 got a lot going on in our life always but uh yeah just transitioning into the new role with uh, life coaching and we are kind of traveling around a bit right now we've been in Mexico for a while and uh we're not in Mexico right now but <laughs> we hope to be going back soon and uh, I'm trying to open up my kids minds to new languages, new cultures. Uh, and we're kind of working on a little bit of unschooling right now, which they're not completely thrilled about, but it's interesting to see how um, the programming is less inner and we're being more open to new things. And it really changes your perspective on how you look at everything. <laughs> so and just staying in the state of gratitude and being grateful for all the beauty of our worlds and learning more about who we are and why we're here. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Is there anything I haven't asked that you would like to share? Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. I, th I, I would say just for anybody who's um you know newly to the single parent for as even for the parents any parents out there is always make sure you're taking time for yourself because that's the one thing that we don't remember to do i know it's and it's hard cuz by the end of the day you think oh what am i going to do what am i going to do with for my for me so when you wake up in the morning, maybe ask yourself, what are you going to do for you today? Like just you, like, even if it's just one thing, even if you're going to go, okay, at 7 PM, I'm going to have a bubble bath. Like it doesn't have to be a bubble bath, but just one, one thing. Or even for me, it might just be like, oh, I'm going to sit down and have a cup of tea in five minutes. And I'm just going to read for five minutes or, you know, 
just make sure that you're taking some time for you and you're also making your own plans that are just for you not because it's so easy to get up into the scheduling of the kids and running around with them that you kind of lose track of what you need to do for yourself so yes I like that idea I recommend to people to practice 10 minutes of joy just like we brush our teeth mm-hmm. to maintain good oral hygiene what if we flex our happiness muscle and do something that sets our soul on fire 10 minutes or more whatever schedule allows and do something that just for you just like you say not not because yes. you have to do something but just for the fun of it yes yes so true if people would like to connect with you, learn more about you, where would they go? Um, well, right now I have my Instagram page at Empower You Life Coach. And um, my website should be up and running in the next few weeks at EmpowerYouLifeCoaching.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story. I'm really excited for what you're working on and how you're bringing life and bringing happiness to others and reclaiming their life thank you so much for having me thank you if you like this episode please share with somebody who would benefit you can leave comments topic suggestions and add your reviews on apple podcasts it also helps greatly when you download the episode If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships, where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you because you are limitless.